Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, let me just throw this out there in advance because I feel like it's only fair, especially to my diehards. Today's show not going to be for everyone. And when I say not for everyone, I don't mean like it's going to be a show about what I ate for dinner last night. We're going to talk about dietary tips and macronutrients. That's not what I mean at all. Today's show is going to be really hard to hear because I'm just telling you right now, it's going to produce a lot of anxiety because you're a really, if you're a moron, which is no one listening here, today's show will produce no anxiety. But notice, I said it will produce anxiety because you're the actual smart people. There's been something on my mind the entire weekend and yesterday, and I kind of hinted at it on the radio and I was going to let it go. And then yesterday I said to myself, I can't, it's irresponsible to my audience. There are some really powerful people trying to tell us something. All you have to do is listen. I'll tell you what I mean. If you listen to my radio show yesterday, I think you see where this show is going to go, okay? Let's get to it. I don't got a lot to, I don't want to waste any time. Folks, remember the video I showed you, the guy who thwarted an attempted home invasion because he was ready? Been telling you for months, you got to prepare and you got to train. A firearm without training is just a really expensive paperweight. You got to practice and a lot. Because you're going to be using that firearm under stress. If you're looking for a great gift idea, get the iTarget Cube today. Here's what's great about the cubes. You can put them in different spots, which is more realistic. It's not just a paper target in front of you. You can practice clearing drills, sequential drills, or set it to random mode to test your skills against multiple targets all while the system times your speed. You see me moving around? I practice with this thing all the time. Right now, save 20% on the iTarget Cube. Don't wait. You'll get free shipping with the offer code DAN20 at checkout, DAN20. You just go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, I-T-A-R-G-E-T, itargetpro.com. Go today. itargetpro, the system comes in most calibers, from 9mm, 223 as well. You can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter I, itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use offer code DAN20, DAN20. Don't wait. Important show. Joseph. Dan, it's time to leave the world behind and really get into the Dan Bongino show. Joe, if someone will, if you watch, if you see where I'm going, Joe's laying down Easter eggs here for you. He saw it too. Before I get to it, just one quick thought. Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, apparently they are not going to remove her. Ivan, no. Agi, did you see the testimony? She had a tough time with the genocide question. She had a... Yeah. Now, folks, I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because there's nothing to say. I'm just going to say two things. Number one, I, you know what? It's probably right. Harvard is ripe full of anti-Semitism and bigots who hate the Jews and would probably not mind Jewish genocide or anything like that. So I'm not surprised. They'd be like, no, nah, it's OK. And second, uh, you know, there's all this talk, guys, about like white privilege and all this stuff. You conservative rednecks, you're so privileged. Oh my God. Really? We're privileged? I just want one example. Just one of a male white conservative that could get away with calling for genocide of the Jews or, to be precise, or would say, nah, the genocide of Jews in context. I need context for it. I'd like you to tell me one that could get away with that without being fired from their job and relegated to the phantom zone like a Superman too. Anybody? Anybody have any ideas? Anyone? Key, anyone? Justin, Joe, any other? No, they can't think of one either. I can't think of one either. You want to see what privilege really looks like? There you go. There you go. Okay, moving on. This is weighing heavy on me. 
But I got to tell you, I'm a little scared. Shouldn't say you're scared. You're doing no. I, I am. I'm not stupid. That's why. There's a movie out there that's been causing like chaos on TikTok and elsewhere. Dan, you're on TikTok, folks. I gotta be. Where do you think I find out what the kids are talking about? Do I recommend you get on it? I don't. Is my daughter allowed on it? She's not. However, I have a content production job. I got to find content and content is where the kids are. And that's where the kids are. If you're watching TikTok, you can't escape your For You page right now without finding a million different people commenting on a movie called Leave the World Behind. It's a Julia Roberts uh, 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 movie. Ethan Hawke's in it, and uh, the the guy who plays Blade in uh, the new Marvel movies, a really good actor. And it's interesting, the commentary from a lot of different people, depending on your political ideology. The commentary, I even kind of did this test with Joe this morning a little bit. Depending on your political ideology, I can tell you what you're going to say about this movie. Why am I talking about a movie? Dan, this is a political show. Because the executive producers of the movie are Barack and Michelle Obama. Dan, what the hell in Hades would you be watching a movie by Barack and Michelle Obama for? Maybe you should, too. I really debated talking about this because the last thing I want to be doing right here on my show with my amazing audience is even discussing a film by Barack and Michelle Obama that may make them a whole lot of money. I debated it so much, I left an entire weekend to digest it. I wanted to do a Locals video about this. I didn't. I skipped over it largely. I wanted to cover this on yesterday's show, and I didn't. But folks, something's up. And they're trying to tell you something. The movie's about how the world would end and what it would look like. It's called Leave the World Behind. Again, it's, I think it's on uh, Netflix. I don't know if it's anywhere else, but the movie's about exactly how the world would end if malicious actors wanted to do it. And the frightening thing about the movie is it's all too real. Wouldn't you agree, Joe? You saw it. There's nothing like, oh, yeah. there's no space aliens no. and there's no Independence Day scene. It's legit. A couple in a house in the Hamptons, the movie probably cost about a million bucks to make. It's frightening. It really it, is. It is frightening. It's a, there's a scene in like a field and that's it. I mean, there, there's almost no advanced cinematography or anything behind it. But here's the thing, folks. When I want to know about how the world's going to end if, say, the Chinese Communist Party had an actual plan... I want to see what a former president's going to say about it because he may know some shit. Now, here's Barack Obama. I get it. No one dislikes Obama more than me. I'm just telling you, Obama knows some stuff that you probably don't. So if Obama's like, hey, I want to executive produce this movie about the end of the world and this movie really interests me, I'm thinking to myself, shit, man, I want to see that too because does Barack Obama know something? If I want to see a movie about alien contact, I go and read a book by Carl Sagan called Contact, later made into a movie. Why? Because he's pretty smart. And if there was alien contact, that's probably how it's going to happen. If I want to see a movie about what the world would look like if a president was attacked, I'm going to read a book by a Secret Service agent because they may know some stuff. So when Barack Obama decides happily to invest in a movie called Leave the World Behind, 
I'm going to watch it. The controversy about the movie, it's been all over TikTok, however, is the wokeness in it. There's a lot of racial overtones. The ending is terrible. I won't give it away, but it's just awful. Forget the ending. And for a second, forget the wokeness. I get it. It's by Obama. There's going to be woke shit in it, of course. But I watched the movie precisely because the Obamas EP'd it, executive produced it, and it's about the end of the world. That's why I watched it. Oh, look at this headline. Barack Obama gave major feedback on the Leave the World Behind script. He did. I want you to listen to this TikTok video. I don't know this lady at all. But this is one of kind of the videos that have been floating around TikTok. And she brings up the fact that Obama was very interested in this end of the world movie and how it happened. Here, take a look at this. It is vital that you understand Barack Obama and Michelle Obama's role in the making of this movie before we can go any further. As a director of this movie did reach out to the Obamas for input and advice. And according to the director himself, after getting this advice, it scared the, well, let me show you. Barack Obama sent notes on Netflix disaster movie. It scared the... Out of me. I'm watching in the chat. Folks, I'm telling you as my friends, you're my family. I'm asking you to please for a second. Forget the woke shit. It's bad enough. I get it. We see it in every movie. I'm telling you as your friend, this movie scared the shit out of me too. The fact that the director spoke to Obama and quote, quote, it scared the fuck out of me. What does that tell you? It tells you Obama knows something. The gist of the movie, without giving away the entire plot, is very simple. It's a cyber attack that basically shuts down communications in the United States. And the reason the movie is so freaking scary is because there's no gotcha moments. There's no space aliens. There's no nothing. There's just the fact that people are like, shit, I don't have internet or anything. And what do I do? Nobody has any idea. Nobody can get any information. There's a misperception out there I need to disabuse you of immediately. And I want you to pay close attention. Listen, I told you today's show is not going to be for everyone. It's going to be a lot of talking. There's a couple elements. I lived this for over a decade of my life. I had a top secret clearance. And while I was on the detail, Presidential detail, I had an SCI clearance. Sensitive compartmented information clearance because you're in the limo with the president and you're in the hold room and everything else listening to their conversations. I don't plan on violating that clearance, but I'm here to tell you this. My experience in the United States government, and believe me, there's shit I don't talk about because I can't and wouldn't. I gave my word. If my word doesn't matter, then what's the point? Then you shouldn't trust me either. I'm just telling you, if you think there's a detailed plan out there and that the government's in charge and that their plan for every single externality, a cyber attack, an EMP attack, you are freaking batshit crazy. I'm not telling you there's no plan. I'm just telling you I can almost guarantee you that whatever plan the government has for a massive apocalyptic end of the world cyber attack that would shut down water filtration, nuke plants, military facilities and everything else, whatever plan you think they have, I'm telling you it's going to fail. You doubt me? Dan, what evidence do you have for that? 
Folks, I was a Secret Service agent on 9-11. Remember that? It's kind of a big deal. A lot of people died. It was a really bad day. What happened on 9-11? You ever watch those History Channel shows about what happened to the president? I'm not giving you up any dirt. You can watch it right now. What worked on 9-11, folks? What worked? The answer is, and I'll diplomatically tell you this without giving everything up, almost nothing worked. The comms didn't work. The air defenses barely worked. The reload plans were shit. Almost nothing worked. You couldn't get even 911 call out. What do you mean? This is only in 2001. This was the most powerful government in the world. And it folded because a bunch of lunatics flew planes into a bunch of buildings. And the United States that day was, that was completely, totally unprepared. You're under the assumption now that they're prepared for a massive cyber attack? I'll give you another example. People ask me all the time, Dan, you talk about an EMP attack, electromagnetic pulse, shutting out, wiping out electronics across the United States. Surely there's a plan for that. Really? What is it? Now I'm waiting. What is it? Oh, we're going to put like Faraday cages around our stuff. Do you have one? No, I don't. Oh, you don't? Do you think the transformer in your neighborhood has one? No, that doesn't either. So what do you, how do you think you... How do you think your electronics are going to survive? What are you going to crack a wishbone and, and, and hope? What do you think is you think you're going to just beg really loudly and the electricity is going to come back on? Where's the plan? I can prove to you there's no plan. Go ask your electric company. Hey man, are there like little Faraday cages and insulation for an EMP attack and the stuff? They're going to be like, <laughs> whatever, man. That's the same thing they said before 9/11. Hey, is there a plan? In case commercial airliners are hijacked and the communication systems break down, what's the plan? That's not going to happen. Oh, look, it did. Listen, man, I, don't, I really don't give a shit that Obama and them produced it. I'm just telling you, when a guy who was the president of the United States reads a book about a massive cyber attack three-point plan to take out the United States and, and goes to the director and is like, Hey, man, this is a really interesting book. Let me share some stuff with you. And the director's like, it scared the F out of me. Ah, I'd probably want to watch that. Folks, are they telling us something with this movie plot? I'm going to give you the answer. Yeah, they are. There are a lot of powerful people who absolutely know what's up. There's a scene in this movie. I'm trying not to give away the whole thing in case you want to see it, but who really cares? It's an Obama movie, so I can tell you, so we don't enrich these guys, but it's important you understand what I'm telling you. There is a scene in this movie, I can almost guarantee you, had Obama's input, where one of the guys who has very, he's a, he's a financial guy, he's experienced with very rich people. He says, you know, the most frightening thing about me dealing with my clients, he's a rich guy's, uh, was one of them told me before they thought this was going to happen that you guys think someone's in charge of all this and is going to fix it. And basically, there's no one in charge. Once it breaks down, that's it. Like, it's over. You think people are in charge or not? I can almost guarantee you Obama told him that. That Obama was like, oh, you think the government's got a plan for all this stuff? Bro, what are you kidding me? Now, Hat tip Eva V, if you know her from Twitter, you know who I'm talking. I can never say her name right. But as I was doing some homework on this, 
I thought to myself, you know, my audience is probably not going to believe that the globalists are trying to tell us that there's a very real risk of global annihilation due to a massive cyber attack that would basically shut down everything. They're not going to believe us. Well, what if I told you the globalists and a lot of rich people probably know that there's a plan to do this already? Is China going to do it when they invade Taiwan? I don't know, but I got some receipts to show you that some shit's going down and you better be ready to quote Cypress Hill. Nah, the globalist people aren't trying to send the signal. Really? This was from years ago. Here's the World Economic Forum. It's about a minute and 30 seconds of your life. That's probably going to change it forever. This is the World Economic Forum. The, I mean, you want to talk about like the global cabal where they get together to rub each other's backs and stuff? You think they don't know something? Listen to this video about a cyber pandemic. Sounds eerily like the plot of the movie Barack Obama was involved in producing. <laughs> what a coincidence, right? Take a listen. COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core and shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history, the 2003 Slammer Sapphire Worm, doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages, and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives, have been equal and sometimes even greater. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars. And that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. Huh. He and I were kind of chatting a little bit, because yeah, we, we have so many people. I can't believe we've got 81,800 people. We're only 20 minutes in. He's like, I can tell you're really in. Look at my arm. You want to see the, look at it. Uh, and this is not because I'm naturally a preppy prepper type guy, which I am folks. I'm just telling you when, when, when people who have power and know things and have access to closets of knowledge, you don't do movies about the end of the world. And then the world economic forum where all the rich globalists go to celebrate each other and give each other handies when they're putting out a video about, oh my gosh, a cyber pandemic's going to look really bad. This is what it's going to look like. And then the director of a movie who's talking to Obama about the end of the world says, hey, what he told me scared the F out of me. I, I want to know what they're saying. I can't believe like everybody's getting lost in like the woke. Ooh, I get it. It's just Hollywood movies. Always going to be woke bullshit. I, I think we're missing the point completely. Oh, and look, look at this is so. It's so weird. Fox and Friends had a had a segment yesterday. On this, I told you to show wait for everyone. So did eighty four thousand people right now. It's not. I'm just warning you right now. It's not going to get any better. 
So if you're waiting for like the denouement of this thing to be, oh, it's all going to be okay. That isn't today's show. It's not. I'll tell you how to get prepared. And I don't think any of this stuff is inevitable. I'm just telling you, if you're waiting for some big flowery ending, it only gets worse from here. Kind of an interesting break. Yeah. Oh, go eat some Omaha steaks, though. You might as well enjoy yourself while you're here. You should. The stuff tastes good. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. It's true. <laughs> good, brothers. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code BONGINO, my last name at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks. Ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that'll be remembered with every unforgettable bite. I eat it pretty much three times a week. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. The stuff's delicious. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. We appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Save it. Eat it now. Eat, enjoy it now. Why? Yeah, I listen, man. I'm asking a big global kind of sixty-four thousand foot question here to start the show. Why were the Obamas so attracted to this story and this movie while living on Martha's Vineyard, conveniently secluded away from everyone? Oh, check this out. This, this is so crazy. He's telling me. Dude, there was this weird segment on Fox and Friends. Yes, I'm like, really? I didn't know. He told me he was even signaling over here like Morse code. He's like, dude, check this out. You're talking about a cyber attack that could shut down the world that the WEF's been warning about and Obama decided to do a movie about that the director says scared the F out of him. This is so crazy. This aired yesterday on Fox and Friends. I, I didn't know anything about it. Thanks. Yeah, I haven't seen this, folks. Let's look. Let's watch this together. Check this out. Post reveals hackers affiliated with China's People's Liberation Army have infiltrated critical services here in the U.S. Alexandra Hoff joins us now from our nation's capital. Alex, this is not good. No, it's not. I mean, this infiltration appears to be part of a broader effort to insert chaos into our logistical systems. The information collected could then be weaponized if the U.S. and China were to become engaged directly in the Pacific. According to reporting from The Washington Post, citing multiple U.S. and industry security officials, China's cyber army, army is invading critical U.S. services, like an attempt to break into the system behind Texas's independent power grid. Other victims include a water utility in Hawaii, a West Coast port, and at least one oil and gas pipeline according to that report you're seeing there. Brandon Wells, executive director of the Department of Homeland Security Cybersecurity Agency, told The Washington Post this, quote, it is very clear that Chinese attempts to compromise critical infrastructure are in part to pre-position themselves to be able to disrupt or destroy that critical infrastructure in the event of a conflict to either prevent the United States from being able to project power into Asia or to cause societal chaos inside the United States to affect our decision-making around a crisis. The report notes that over the past year, hackers affiliated with the People's Liberation Army in China have accessed the computer systems of about two dozen critical entities. Of course, I've seen that. I sent it to Guy. Most of you got the sarcasm. You understand that Fox and Friends report from yesterday is 
legitimately the exact same plan laid out in the Barack Obama produced Leave the World Behind movie that the WF talking about. It's the exact plan. Again, I'm not giving the plot away. Uh, I don't really care. It's an Obama movie anyway. That's the exact plan that plays out in the movie. Cyber attack, critical infrastructure in the United States. So disinformation. Oh, look, your neighbor's infected with a virus or whatever. Ah, everybody's killing each other. And then just let everybody kill each other. Did you just listen to that clip? The Chinese Communist Party wants to sow discord amongst... It's the same plan. What an amazing coincidence, Keynotes, that a Fox and Friends story about a Chinese plan to disrupt American infrastructure via a cyber attack to sow discord is the exact plot of a movie just launched by Barack Obama that the WEF's been warning about us for years. That's so crazy. It's almost like Someone's trying to tell us something. You're probably like, yeah, I mean, they don't have the assets here to pull this thing off. How are they going to pull off the disinformation? They use flyers in the movie. Everybody's trying to kill everyone in the movie with these like flyers and stuff. Well, it probably doesn't help that, you know, just in a couple days, 30 people on the terror watch list were uh, slipped in that we know about across the southern border or tried to. No, that didn't happen. Oh, yeah, watch yourself. Check this out. As you look down the hill from our drone and you see that next group, this is what's been happening now for the last several hours. And a concerning stat that we got from Bill Malusian's reporting at the end of last week was that 30 individuals have hit the terror screening database since October 1st when the fiscal year began. We can bring in and split screen, if you will, this shot in Lukeville. That's a thousand miles to my west, another epicenter of the folks coming there. They're getting people over the weekend from Bangladesh, from Egypt, from China, from Senegal. I just met a man in this group right here that is from uh, uh, Angola. He told me from Africa, he's from Angola. So disinformation agents and terrorists, we found 30 terrorists since when? Since 1990? No, since October 1st. When? Of 2010? No, of this year. That's what we know about. Folks, I told you today's show ain't going to be easy. And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't, it really doesn't even get any better from here. You know what? Let me take a quick mental break. Let me get to my last couple spots because I want to run through this and I'm going to show you how these headlines have been there forever. Barack Obama has been out of office for what? Almost seven years now? They've known about this forever. There is a plan out there. There is zero doubt in my mind that we have almost no defense against for China to wipe our grid out and we will all be lost. It'll be, a, what are we, what's the old saying? So civilization is a thin crust on a volcano. And then what's the other saying? You're four missed meals away from absolute chaos. You think the government's got a plan for this? You're crazy. Government can't get its head out of its ass now. You don't got no plan for this. You could better have a plan for yourself. Folks, it's the Christmas and holiday season, everyone. Take a quick break here. Time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting compliments everywhere you go and looking years younger thanks to GenuCell Skincare. From now until Christmas, GenuCell Skincare's most popular package is better than 70% off at GenuCell.com. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. 
You can see those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skid redness, pesky bags and puffiness. Yes, even sagging. Jaw lines disappear right before your eyes, which end your cell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. It's a great holiday gift guide, ladies and gentlemen. Paula loves GenuCell skincare, so does my mother-in-law. Plus, included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that can restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan now. Enter my special code DAN for an additional 10% off your first order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Guaranteed delivery by Christmas. GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. And our last sponsor today is We the People Holsters. Oh, yeah. It's one of my We the People Holsters shirts. The holidays are coming up. Sometimes it's a struggle to figure out what to get that special someone. Go to We the People Holsters. Get some of their patriotic gear. Like, I want to see. I wear them so often. I didn't realize I was wearing one for today. You see me wearing the shirts all the time on the show. Like right now, this is a We the People shirt. They look great, and what better way to trigger the lefties in your life? But that's just the tip of the iceberg. They're industry-leading gun belts. They're designed to eliminate your discomfort and keep you and your weapons safe at all times. Their holsters and gun belts are the best in the business. You saw that video of a guy with the home invasion we referenced a lot? Training and self-awareness matter, but don't forget the gear, too. You got to have good gear. We the People Holsters offers tons of printed holster options, holster mounts, tumblers, tactical leggings for the ladies, even bacon jerky, which is crazy good. We the People Holsters your one stop shop for the holidays. Everything is made right here in America. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Get 25% of your order with the promo code Dan25. It's a one stop shop for the holiday season. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan25. All right. So getting back to this, you, you assume they have a plan, right? I want to put these articles up for you and I want you to notice something critical. I want you to watch the dates. American military news, Timothy Fred, China's cyber army is infiltrating the United States, says new report. This is from December 11th of this year, which by my math is what? Just yesterday? It's the 12th, right? Tomorrow's my mom's birthday. It's the only reason I remember the dates half the time. Oh, oh no, they're definitely doing something about this. They are? Then how come they didn't do something back in August when the exact same headline surfaced in NBC News? Top U.S. cyber official offers a stark warning of a potential a potential attacks on infrastructure if tensions with China escalate. It's the same warning from August. Why do we keep getting these warnings and reports? Because there are people out who believe the government's doing something about this. They are not. Here's another one. New York Times, July. U.S. hunts Chinese malware that could disrupt American military operations. I believe we covered this when it came out in July. What's the G, the government, doing about it? The answer is, the hell if I know, because nobody seems that the stories just keep, you just saw the Fox News report. Washington Post, China's cyber armies invading critical U.S. services. I can put these up all day, folks. Chinese hackers breached hundreds of public and private networks, security firm says. June 15, 2023. June, July, August, October, December. Is there not a pattern here? What's the pattern? The pattern is these stories keep airing and Obama keeps doing movies and the WEF keeps warning us about a massive cyber attack that's going to shut everything down and probably get everybody killed. And what are we doing about it? The answer is probably jack shit. And Jack left town. 
Don't assume they got a plan. My 12 years in the government, a remarkable amount of time was me thinking about, holy shit, how weak is this plan we have? I want you to listen to this. This is an important video. It's short. I, I played a whole thing. It's this guy, El- Elbridge Colby. I follow him on social media. Does a lot of commentary. You don't have to agree with everything. It doesn't matter. It's just I, I find some of these people interesting. But he talks about something I need you to take away from this. Because what I hear from my detractors all the time when I cover this stuff, which is often, because yes, I am a preparer. You call it whatever you want. I don't care. if the, You know, when the shit goes down like the Cypress Hill song, I'm just telling you, for the people laughing, don't come knocking on my door. I got my kids to take care of. You don't want to take care of yours and you want these liberals who's laughing all this off? You can go pound sand. What my detractors say often is, well, why would China do that? They own a bunch of U.S. bonds and all this other stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, you realize people said the same thing about Putin? Why would he invade Ukraine? It's going to hurt his oil business. There's nothing he's going to get out of it. It's going to be a protracted war. Because sometimes bad people do bad shit. That's why people in the Chinese Communist Party don't see this at all the way you do. Listen to this guy explain the CCP mentality. And maybe this will wake you up that this Barack Obama movie scenario is a lot more real than you think. Take a look. The thing that I fear is that China actually has very strong, potent incentives to create what I think of as the secure geoeconomic sphere. Because they don't think we're a bunch of nice guys, as Dan rightly pointed out, and the Wall Street Journal just reported. They think of us as an existential threat. They think that we, uh, you know, did nuclear blackmail, that we uh, tried to divide them, that we've tried to exploit them going back to the opium wars and the Boxer Rebellion. They think of the world, they think of the experience of the last 200 years, the Chinese leadership, certainly, and I think a lot of Chinese people, as an incredibly terrible experience in which they were ruthlessly exploited by foreigners, Westerners, Japan, Japan etc., And so they have to be strong and dominant to be secure. That is not just Xi Jinping. I think that's a common view. I was struck a few years ago when I was in Beijing talking to a PLA officer. I said, who do you think is the greatest Chinese leader? I thought he might say Sun Yat-sen. He said, no, Mao Zedong, because even though he made mistakes and he did some bad things, he was the one who got up at the proclamation of the People's Republic and said China has stood up. He's right. Well, what do you know about China? You've been there, Dan? Yes. Have you? Have you worked with them before in American soil? Yes. Have you? Have you gotten these country briefs before? Yeah, I have. Have you? He's exactly right. Don't think for a second the Chinese Communist Party is thinking seven days ahead and they're not thinking 70 years behind and 7,000 years ahead. Their view of where they are and where they're going is completely different than what the kids on TikTok in America think. They're concerned about the woke messaging in the movie and the white versus black stuff and all this woke Hollywood crap while the Chinese Communist Party is thinking about wiping us out. Folks, what would this cyber attack look like if you don't understandably feel like watching a Barack Obama movie? And I understand. What would a cyber attack that wipes us out look like? Folks, it would be absolutely devastating. Unfortunately, the world as we know it today is so dependent on satellites and GPS and everything. There are things you don't even think about. Autopilot systems on cars. If you watch the movie, you'll see how that causes trouble. Planes, geo-positioning and ships around the world. Supply lines shut down. 
Oxygen delivery systems in hospitals wiped out. Electric grids wiped out. Chlorinated water killing people because the formula is off. Nuclear power plants being pulled offline causing meltdowns. When you talk about what the apocalypse would look like, the easiest way to do it, easy, I don't mean tactically easy. I mean easy in terms of you wouldn't have to launch a nuclear weapon type thing. It's just to insert cyber bugs into critical systems and watch them eat each other alive. Folks, the time to get prepared is today. I saw a couple people in the chat, and thanks for doing it. Folks, here's the, if there's a little bit of a silver lining, I told you the show would be rough, and it is. The little bit of the silver lining is, this is the kind of issue where, yes, it's going to take a lot of casualties, and it's going to wipe out a lot of people. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the end, and it would probably be three to six months before the world got its ass back together. But you're going to have to make it three to six months. And let me tell you something. That's a long time. I got stuck in an airplane hangar in Accra, Ghana for 48 hours with basically no food and little water. And let me tell you something. You start to get to like, oh, shit mode real fast. Get prepared today. Food, water filtration, firearms, ammunition, survival seeds, duct tape. Potassium iodide, if there's some kind of nuclear incident. If you can get your hold of some kind of gas mask, Mira makes some good stuff. If you can afford a satellite phone or one of those Garmin locator things, some of them that use satellites, you got to be careful with some of these products, but do it. A hand crank radio. There's no excuse for not having one of those. A hand crank radio, seriously, is like 20 bucks. There's no excuse to everyone should have one. You don't even realize if the internet goes down, you don't have a hand crank radio, you're not going to hear anything. You're not going to hear any, you're not going to know even what happened. You're just going to know something went bad. A hand crank radio, batteries. You see that battery daddy thing they advertise on Fox and cable? I got, where is it? You guys see it? It's like up here somewhere. I've got them all over my house. I got DAC Triple, quadruple, X plus batteries, whatever. You name a battery, I got it. A to freaking Z. Batteries, antibiotics. We have contingency medical. They're a sponsor. It doesn't matter. It's a good company. Antibiotics, thermals, if you can afford it. Night vision. This will help you get through three to six months. And in case anyone's going, boo-hoo, poor me. I don't want to do any of that. Well, you know what? Our ancestors went through a lot worse. We've been alive in the last 150 years. Our biggest problem is obesity. We're all fat from eating too much. You know what? Joe said it before the show. Something's going to happen, folks. There's no doubt it's going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. The only if is if you're going to be prepared. And just again, like to prove to you, you think the government's prepared for any of this? You got a, a, a cognitively impaired dementia patient in the White House right now bought and sold to China, who doesn't even know where he is on stage. You really believe he's got a whole plan organized for a nationwide global cyber attack by China? Please stop. Cue up that video. Here's this guy on stage yesterday. This is hilarious. He's supposed to take a picture with... The whole point of the picture is him being in it. Look at him. He didn't even know what to do. He's like, bro, you're supposed to be in the picture. This is our fearless leader. You think he's got a big battle plan for a cyber attack? 
Folks, that movie's a warning. And I, believe me, I stewed on this. I stewed on this all weekend and yesterday because the last thing I want to do is make the Obamas richer by saying, hey, you should probably watch a woke movie by Obama. But I got to look out for you. And no matter the negative feedback I get, I think the only responsible thing to do is even here, you don't want to give these guys any money. It's a book by an author too called Leave the World Behind. Just go online to like Scamopedia or something and you can just read the plot. Just you don't have to watch the thing. Because I'm telling you right now that that plot came from somewhere and there are people trying to tell us something. And even if the plot for the author didn't come from some government official, which I doubt, by the way, it may have, may not, it's just my opinion. Even if it didn't, Barack Obama, who knows about how the world's most likely to end due to China, Barack Obama found that particular story interesting. That one right there. And so did the WEF years ago. And that should tell you something. And you know what the sick irony of all this is? That while we're going through this whole thing, Joe Biden is trying to become and emulate the CCP dictatorship, the Chinese Communist Party that is unquestionably trying to destroy us while accusing Trump of being a dictator. Now, again, a little bit of lipstick on this thing, and I'm not trying to take the edge off the show at all because I told you it was going to be tough. If we win this election in 2024, I'm reasonably convinced that the people coming into power, whether it be Donald Trump or Haley or DeSantis, that they're going to surround themselves with decent people who understand the problem. Why do I think that? I don't know, folks. I just have a feeling like everybody realizes this China threat is really bad, but Joe Biden, because Joe Biden's in China's pocket. This is what worries me about getting through the next year. And it's also why I think because Joe Biden's been bought and sold by China, it's why I think Joe Biden, if China's going to do something, they're going to do it under the Biden presidency. Because they know he's not going to do a damn thing. I want you to read this piece in the Wall Street Journal. Very rarely do I put five screenshots up from a piece, but this piece is an absolute epic classic. This goes to show you how bad things are right now, that they're trying to project onto Trump the fact that Biden is becoming a dictator here every single day, and he thinks the only way to take it off him is to project it onto Donald Trump. It's by Alicia Finley. It's a really good piece. It's called Trump as a Dictator is a Classic Case of Projection. I'm not going to read every word of all this, but she's, this is a genius piece. She talks about everything Joe Biden is doing to be a dictator in real time. She notes with the stroke of a penny, canceled a half a trillion dollars in student debt, banned evictions and mandated COVID vaccines, each of which the Supreme Court blocked. And even after they lost the case, he still did it. Does that sound like a dictator to you? Does to me, daddy-o. What about this one? Social media. The top brass threatened social media companies with retribution, including antitrust lawsuits if they don't censor speech progressives dislike. Even though the courts have violated, this was a violation of the First Amendment, they're still doing it. Who's the dictator? Here's another one. Mr. Biden abused the Antiquities Act to wall off land from fossil fuel development. You think this guy's prepared for the cyber attacks going to wipe us all out? He ignored Congress's command to lease the federal land for oil and gas, even after being ordered by a federal court to do so. Joe, does that sound dictatory to you? 
A little bit. A uh-huh. little bit dictatory to me. The dictator. That's it? No, there's more. Biden uses his regulators, the FTC, SEC, National Labor Relations Board, the DOJ. They've all decided to target Elon Musk for basically a bunch of fake infractions. Why? Because he bought Twitter and let people speak. Sounds dictatory to me, folks. Dictatory. What about this one? Donald Trump finds himself under DOJ special counsel investigation for a bunch of pun intended trumped up charges. New York Attorney General Letitia James, human scum, even campaigned for office on a pledge to nail the sitting president for crimes he didn't commit. Sound a little dictatory to you? Folks, you think these people have a plan to save you when this Chinese cyber attack hits our shores? Listen, this is one of those shows. I'm really, folks, I am begging you on bended knee again. Please prove me wrong. Send me something on Facebook, please. Dan, I'm an expert in government preparedness because I actually was an expert in government preparedness and I've seen no evidence whatsoever that there's anything other than a plan to keep the people in charge alive and to you. You hear what I just said? You guys hear what I just said? There is a very detailed plan to keep the people in charge alive. I've seen it. The plan to keep you alive? I'd like you to note that a lot of these plans are referred to phrases, uh, referred to by phrases like continuity of government. I just want you to note that almost none of them, matter of fact, none I know of, include continuity of the people. You think this guy who's spent the last three years working on dictatorial type powers to take over in the event of some kind of massive attack. He's doing, I mean, this is just hard evidence. You think he really gives a shit about a plan to save you? Folks, the only good news for this is when we get serious people in charge, I promise you that I am going to use every lever of power I have to discuss with people, I don't know if it matters or it doesn't, that we better start working on this right now. I know there's something, but it ain't enough. If you live through 9-11 as an agent, as a police officer, a fireman, you know what I'm telling you is true. That whatever plan they thought they have completely failed when the shit hit the fan. The only good news, too, about this whole thing is all of this dictator stuff from Biden is draining the president's political bank account. He is becoming more and more unpopular by the day. And I'm, I'm, I'm praying, literally praying, and you know I hate that word, that this ends in a year from now, before China decides to do something. I am very, very concerned that they know they own this guy, the Chinese Communist Party. If they're going to do something, they're going to do it before he leaves office. I'm actually terrified about it. I want you to listen to CNN here. CNN forced to cover their own polls, by the way, about how bad Biden's doing because people are catching on. They're realizing Afghanistan destroyed this guy's credibility on emergency situations. But I want you to listen to the end of this part, about 45 seconds. CNN covering a poll about Michigan and Georgia, two states that have large black populations showing Trump way ahead. 
I told you he was making moves in the black community. But there's something critical she says at the end of this clip. I want you to listen and see if you catch it. Check this out. We have new CNN poll numbers this morning in two critical battleground states. The news is not great for President Biden and his campaign. The numbers show Donald Trump leading in both Georgia and Michigan. In Georgia, a state Biden carried by a very narrow margin in 2020. Registered voters say they prefer Trump over Biden by 5%. In Michigan, which Trump won in 2016, but Biden carried in 2020, our poll now showing Trump 10 points up. Note that a full 10% of those polled in each state say that they wouldn't support either candidate. Trump's margin over Biden is significantly boosted in both states by people who say they did not vote in 2020. These less engaged voters favored Trump by 26 points in Georgia and 40 points in Michigan. Holy shit, it's happening again. Joe, I I don't know if you know where I'm going with this or not, but you will in a second because you've been with me the longest. These guys weren't with me last time. You're going to remember this story. Did you catch it at the end? That this big jump in Trump uh, support in these states is amongst people who've never voted before? Joe, do you remember my story about in 2016, folks? I want you to please go back to like SoundCloud, wherever you can find them. They're old shows of mine. I want you to listen to my show the night before the election. The night before the 2016 election. Please find it if you've got a moment. I want you to listen. I nailed every single swing state. Why? How did you know Trump was going to win? Because I was on the ground as a candidate. I was a congressional candidate. And something weird happened. Exactly what that lady just said happened. I'm knocking on doors. And then they're giving me this walk list. Dan, knock on this 104, 106, uh, 194. Well, I'm, why do I skip 102? They got a sign in the driveway that says Trump. My campaign manager would call me and say, they don't vote, Dan, because if you're a candidate, you can tell who votes. I don't know who you voted for, but I know you voted. You can go to a sale. Oh, back then they had voter vault and all. You can buy that information. I don't know if you know that. I can never tell who you voted for, but I can tell you voted. And I can tell you're a registered Republican. That's how I know what doors to knock on. Why do you think a candidate knocks on your door if you vote all the time? Because they know you vote and you're a registered Republican. That's why. And then you got your neighbor next door, never vote check. Why don't they knock on my door? Because you don't vote, daddy-o. So I'd be walking up and down the block running for office. Hey, I'm Dan Bongino running for Congress. Oh, hey, Dan, I saw you on Fox News, whatever it is. I'd be like, your neighbor's got a Trump sign in the yard. Do they vote? No, no, they never vote. They said it's the first time. Do you have any idea, how Joe, how many times have I told this story? Like 50 billion, yeah. Yeah, but close to a billion. I told everyone, I had this big fight with Dan Horowitz from Conservative Review. He's telling me Trump had no chance. I said, Dan, this guy is going to win. Joe, you were there, remember? Me and Dan, we got to that big oh, brawl yeah, over it. Yeah, I have And he later, yeah. he's like, Dan, you were right. I, I said, I told you, this guy's going to win. I knocked on all these doors and everybody said the same thing. I never voted before. I'm voting for this guy. It's the exact same thing happening now. You combine that with the general malaise around this guy. And the fact that the uh, the Biden economy is absolute shit, this guy has a damn good chance of losing. And I'm hoping the people that come into power have a have at least some kind of basic plan to save us from the freaking Obama leave the world behind apocalypse. Here, listen to this. Here's CBS. You first have with CNN covering his abysmal polls. This is how bad things are. 
Here's CBS covering this garbage Biden economy. He chooses to refer to as Bidenomics. Check this out. The rate is slowing, but prices are still high. And so when you ask people, okay, the jobs market is strong. Yes, they acknowledge that, but their income isn't keeping up with inflation. And that's that immediate pocketbook impact where you see such big numbers say that. Because prices are still not back at those pre-pandemic levels. Right. Prices never went down, ladies and gentlemen. This guy's in trouble. Inflation's killing him. Afghanistan's killing him. China's killing him. He's got no plan. Listen to me. This fits into the larger theme of this show. My real gastrointestinal unease about a massive cyber attack hitting the United States because this guy does not have a plan. And you and I, watch, man, look in. Fokker, that's with an O, like from the movie. I need you to beam in on me on this one. We have got to get through this next year. If we get through this next year and nothing happens, the greatest, mark the date, folks, it's December 12th. After the election of next year, if everything's hunky-dory and nothing major happens, I, Gee, can you put this date down in your calendar? I would love to do a show saying, thank the Lord, and I'm not using his name in vain, that I was wrong. But my biggest fear is that China senses the economic weakness. They sense the dementia issue. They sense all this stuff going on. And that that movie is a very real possibility over the next year, right before they hit Taiwan. Gosh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. And it's not helping that special counsel Jack Smith, by the way, is Obama's weapon to try to get Trump locked up before next year. I'm not trying to force all this in. This is a big show. It's a lot of information. But my fear about this thing is that this guy, Jack Smith, who's now trying to rush this thing through the Supreme Court, and maybe I'll talk about this in more detail tomorrow, what he's really up to here. My biggest fear is they're trying to put this guy in jail. If they put Trump in jail before the election next year and can actually handcuff him and get him in jail, My fear here is that China or some other world actor looking to do something really bad to the United States is going to be like, now's the time. They're completely divided. Their leader or whatever it is on one side is in jail. The other side's got oatmeal brains. I have a really bad feeling that special tyrant Jack Smith is actually playing into some global plan that they may have to diminish our role as the world's leader. And Jack Smith doesn't even care. Do you see where I'm going with this? If you're the Chinese Communist Party right now and you're waiting for peak division in the United States to implement this three-point plan in this movie, cyber attack, social discord, civil war, part three, that's what you'll see in the movie. It doesn't, you're not going to, the scary part is they just have to hint at it and it hits you, man. Like this shit is real. My fear is that they're not even going to have to do the cyber attack part All they need to do is wait for a moment like that where there's maximum discord and social unrest. People are in the streets protesting Trump going to jail and the Chinese Communist Party hits us with whatever Trojan War six, some deadly virus, computer virus that wipes out all of our systems. And no one's going to be everybody's going to be so concerned about did Biden do it? Did Trump do it? Did they do it? Did China do it? Did Iran do it? Exactly what you'll see in this movie that will wind up all killing each other. It's the craziest thing that they have this movie out there. And like the World Economic Forum has been warning about this. 
Listen, this was a lot, man. I know this show was heavy today. Let me just throw one more thing in there. This inflation crisis, ladies and gentlemen, if it gets worse before the election, is going to make resources scarce too. And if resources start getting scarce, don't ever forget the that this, this adage is absolutely true. You need to understand you are four missed meals away. That is it from absolute chaos. If you're looking at your kids and it breaks really bad, inflation, Trump's in jail, a cyber attack, societal discord, street riots, Antifa, and you miss four meals and there's no food on that horizon, let me tell you something. Shit is going to get hairy fast. I'll leave you with this. I was down in New Orleans for the final four a couple of years ago and I was working with a couple of police officers. They were running security for me, right? These police officers, they were, they were older guys, but they were really good guys. They were there through the whole, whole Hurricane Katrina. You know what they told me? We were driving from the airport. They said, Dan, you would not believe how quickly things broke down. I said, what do you mean? Weeks? He said, Dan, hours. Hours before there was absolute chaos. Total chaos. People walking off their jobs. This is hours because of a hurricane. I looked at Paula and she looked at me and that's when we started buying emergency food. You can ask her when you see her. We went home, started stocking up. Don't be that guy left out. All right, I got to run. This was a heavy show. Thank you so much for tolerating what happened uh, yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, we were the subject of a massive strike. There are a lot of very, very powerful people who would like to see Rumble go away. And I am so, so deeply Deeply appreciative that you all have been backing us up and hanging in here. We are here for you and we're doing our best here and we are fighting back. Please download the Rumble app today. Stick it to these a-holes. Download the Rumble app. Start an account on Rumble. It's free. Join me for the chat every single day. I get in there early. Show starts live at 11 o'clock. You guys are awesome. 99,000. Stay on a minute longer. We'd be at 100, but I got to run. I got to do the radio. I love you all so much. You have no idea. Download the Rumble app today. Start an account. Give us a follow. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.